Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. heavy metal and hard rock anywhere on blog talk radio heavy metal mayhem with the big cheese Welcome to the Sunday Night Show. We had a beautiful weekend here in New York in the high 60s. We even hit 70 degrees yesterday, so I'm happy. Finally breaking out of that long, cold winter that we've had over here. Uh, calling in tonight, my special guest is Steve Stein from Grimstein. I'll be calling in about 7 o'clock. Steve will talk to him about the new record they just put out. And until then, how about I get a little Grimstein off here? This has got nothing but time.
nothing but time. That's Grimstein off the self-titled debut record. Uh, Steve will be calling in about 7 o'clock. Uh, besides Steve, the band also features another Steve, Steve Grimmett of Grim Reaper. And we got Hat on bass and Dave Johnson on drums. Both of those guys also play in a band called Son of Poseidon, which I really like. And I'm going to try to get one of those songs on uh, by the end of the show. I'm trying to upload it right now. If I can't get it on, I will get it on next Sunday show. Uh, last week I had so many technical problems. Everything went wrong that could go wrong. And uh, I was playing the Def Leppard song, Heinz Ryan. It got cut off in the beginning uh, because everything went down over here on the switchboard. So I'm going to get another Def Leppard song on you see tonight from the same record. This is Let It Go.
let it go. Those first two records are kick-ass. you, you got to say that about them. Monster Movie Night and High and Dry. And actually, when you look at the stuff they've been doing lately, uh, even Pyromania seems like a, like a thrash metal record. But the first couple of records were really good before they just started getting a little too poppy. But uh, how about a little Belgian music now? This is Scavenger. This is off the 1985 record Battlefields. My ears are bleeding. My ears are bleeding. I try to dig up some older stuff tonight that I, you know, haven't heard in a long time, and you know, I'm mixing it with some of the newer stuff also. So we got a good mix tonight, and I have nobody calling in next week, so it's gonna be 90 minutes of music. I'm gonna mix it up uh, half new and half old, give everybody a sample of some of the newer stuff going on out there. But uh, right about now, it's time for a little Salem's Witch. Uh, this was a Michigan band that came out around 1983. Uh, this is off the album Betrayer of Kings. This is the song Neverending Battle.
Salem's Witch and the Neverending Battle. Band broke up in the mid '80s. Uh, that was the only record they ever put out. Uh, how about a little Grim Reaper now, featuring Steve Grimmett? All hell let loose. <laughs>
Grim Reaper with all hell let loose. Steve Grimness and Grimstein featuring Steve Stein, our guest tonight. Steve will be calling in about 7 o'clock, so uh, getting closer to that. Until then, I'm going to get you on a little frigid bitch. Uh, I remember seeing this band in Brooklyn, New York in around 1983, and they were real kick-ass bands. Uh, they really did much. They started around 1980, broke up around 1985, put out a single and a couple of demos. And I think back in 2003, they released a, an EP called Anger, Attitude, and Anarchy. It was their single and a couple of demo cuts mixed in. But this song was off the New York Metal compilation out in 1984. This is We Rule the Night.
Frigid Bitch and We Rule the Night. That's off the New York Metal 1984 compilation record. I'd like to get on a little uh, brand new creative for you. This is off the Hordes of Chaos album, Destroy What Destroys You. Guys, one of my all-time favorite bands. I remember catching them once in the early days, and 
they never really had a lot of success, uh, um, you know, making it big. They're back together right now. I know they're playing at one of the festivals next year, so I'm hoping that that leads to uh, some more shows. I took the band until about 1987 to get their first record release. Until then, it was a lot of demos and singles that they put out. But they were just a pure kick-ass metal band out of New Jersey. And this is off their first demo from 1983. This is A Boat of the Dead.
There you go, Hades, the Boat of the Dead. That's off the 1983 demo, the five-track demo. And if you head over to the Heavy Metal Mayhem blog spot, you can download a copy of that tape, as well as all the other demos that I play every week in the demolition segment. They're all from my private vintage collection of 25,000 demos and live shows that I've built up and collected since the early 80s. So uh, go over there and download a copy of it. The link is right here in the Block Talk Radio homepage, and you can also go over to the Heavy Metal Mayhem MySpace page and get the link there if you're not sure. But just type in Heavy Metal Mayhem Block Spot and get yourself a copy of that demo and all the demos that we play. How about a little heavy load? This is Run With The Devil.
was Run With The Devil. That's off the Heavy Loads uh, last and final record from 1983, Stronger Than Evil. They were a pretty good band out of Sweden. They started back in the, the mid-70s, actually. And I put out a few records, and they kind of broke up around 1985. So uh had a 10-year lifespan there. Uh, I'm going to get on some new stuff for you tonight. Uh, I, I tend to play a lot of the 80s metal because that's the stuff I grew up with. There's a lot of great new bands out there, younger bands, and this is one of them. Uh, this is a band called Hiatus. They're a death metal band out of Michigan. They've been together since about 2003, and they're just like an awesome, brutal band. Uh, they got an EP out called Soul Cat Bearers. So if you head over to the to the MySpace page, you can check out the band. And it's Hiatus 1 on MySpace, and I'll have the link up to the show after this. So check this song out for Jeria.
Hiatus or Progeria. It's a great song. Uh, head over to the band's MySpace page, Hiatus. That's H-I-8-U-S-1. You can find out more on the band there. I know Steve just tried calling in. I connected him, but I uh, I can't hear him or I can't talk to him when the song is playing. That's the only problem with this station over here. So uh, I'll just uh, hang on a few minutes. Hopefully he'll call right back uh, before I play any more songs. So uh, we'll just wait a few minutes. And until then, uh, don't forget, next uh, week at the Sterling Hotel in Allentown, PA, it's March Metal Massacre. Two great days of uh, metal. Friday the 13th to Saturday the 14th. Uh, you got At War playing, Without End, Rumpelstiltskin Grinder. Uh, and dozens of more bands on the bill for those two days. So if you're looking for more info, head over to Bizarre Entertainment's website, and uh, you can get more there. Just call up the Sterling Hotel and get all the information from them. Uh, and that'll be next weekend, the 13th and 14th of March. Uh, what else we got going on here? I was hoping my, my buddy Big T would call in tonight. We were going to talk some metal, some uh, news, and some new stuff coming out. You know, I know this month uh, the new Heaven and Hell record with uh, D.O. and Black Sabbath, that's on the market. That'll be out. Uh, as well as Queen's, uh, Queen's American Soldier, that's coming out this month, too. Uh, we got some great shows coming up here in the New York area in May. Saxon will be back around, and uh, Al Atkins' Holy Rage is coming into town, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, until then, uh, there's a lot of other things going on, and maybe Tom, you'll call in and we'll bullshit about them. But uh, until I hear some Steve, how about I get on a Grimstein song for you? This is called It's Over. <laughs>
over. I know Steve called in about 10 minutes ago. I just uh, couldn't get him connected. Uh, so hopefully he's listening. He'll call back in a few, and uh, we'll get him on now. Uh, I'm gonna, in the meantime, I'm going to get another Grimstein song off you. But if Steve does call in, I'm going to cut the song off so we can talk, and then I'll play it back again after the interview is over so you get the whole song in there. And uh, this is uh, Supernatural off the latest record, Grimstein.
match. Grimstein is supernatural. While we wait for Steve to call back in, how about I get out a little Sons of Poseidon for you? This is a band that uh, features Hat and Day from uh, Grimstein. This is a song called What I Mean. Steve, can you hear me? 
I'm having a little trouble connecting him here. Let me try one more time. Steve, you there? Well, I think nothing goes right with this station anymore. Hey, Steve, you out there? Can you hear me at all? I can hear you fine. Perfect. All right, how you doing, Steve? How are you? I'm doing good, buddy. How you doing? Good. I know you called in earlier, but the whole thing with this internet, when the song is playing, I can't hear you. I know you're calling in, but I can't talk to you here. The music is just so loud over the oh, phone lines. Oh, no, no, that's fine. I got, I got nervous because I thought maybe I was at the wrong time zone, but I, I got to figure it out, so we're fine. Oh, yeah, I know. When I sent you an email, I forgot I sent you another one today. I did that with James <laughs> Rivera, and he called it two hours after the show was over. Oh, no. <laughs> Sometimes you forget, you know, where you are, and you forget to tell other people they're not calling from this, you know, they're not calling from next door to you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, so how's everything going? It's going great. How's it going for you, bud? I tell you, I mean, I, I was complaining about the weather the last few weeks, but it's beautiful here in New York, and I'm probably sure you don't want to hear that because it's probably so ice cold in uh, North Dakota right now, right? Yeah, it's been terrible here. We actually had a couple of nice days. Um, other than that, it's been freezing, and, and we're looking at flooding again this summer, so that's not good. Nah, it's, it, this has been a long, cold winter, and, you know, hopefully the summer will be better, and Hopefully in the summer, maybe Grimstein will be uh, hitting the road, and we'll get to see you guys. Yeah, we certainly hope so, bud. That'll be great if we can. Uh, so let's get a little bit to the band. I mean, I came across you guys a couple of months ago, and uh, I fell in love with the music right off the bat. I mean, it's just it just brings me back to the 80s, but it's extremely modern and fresh sounding. There's nothing dated about it, and it's just a, a completely kick-ass record that you guys put out. Well, I appreciate that. That's exactly what we were shooting for, you know, between Steve and myself. You know, um, obviously Steve has kind of a, a classic power rock kind of feel, and, and um, I tried to bring a little bit of a modern edge, although um, I'm not all that much younger than Steve anyway. So I've been, you know, playing music for the last, you know, 25 years. So that's, that's exactly what we were trying for. Uh, you accomplish it. It's a really good mix, you know. It brings people from all around, and everybody I've played it for, they just love it. I'm hoping that they're going out and buying the record, not just listening to it from me. But it's some really good stuff, and... Uh, you also got your other band uh, that you're playing also with, uh, and who's in it with you, Dave? Yeah, Dave and, and Hat actually run sound for us in that band as well, which is kind of fun. Yeah, that band's called Methuselah, and that's a cover band that I play in, um, and we play, you know, just a huge variety of metal in that band. We play, you know, everything from old school thrash like Slayer and Pantera and uh, old Metallica, old Megadeth, Anthrax, all the way up through to, you know, uh, Mudvayne and you know, just anything that's Slipknot, all that kind of stuff. So it's it's a really fun band. Yeah, it's a great mix of music, too. A little bit of everything makes everybody happy. Uh, that's really good. But uh, getting back to Grimstein, how's everything work out with you and Steve being so far apart? I mean, I've spoken to a lot of bands that have been on the show, and a lot of bands are in the same you know the position. But they got, you know, the bands located in California and other members in Chicago. And then they all make it work, and, you know, and it manages to work for them. I mean, I'm sure they'd love to all be together, but you can't. But how does it work with you guys, especially being in England? Yeah, that's exactly it. We what we do is is you know Steve and I talk to each other on the phone every day, um, but as far as the writing material goes, what I do is is I basically write the stuff here in my studio in my house, and then I'll come up with ideas, mix everything together, and then I'll send him, I'll shoot him an MP3 of it, and then he'll take a listen to it, and then he'll wind up writing his vocal uh, stuff over the top of it, and then he'll shoot me back an MP3 with that on it, and then we'll just kind of bat back and forth until we come up with something that we both agree on. Well, God bless technology, huh? Look what you could do today. <laughs> Bands were actually doing that years ago, but they sent cassettes and tapes and reel the reels back and forth. It took a little longer, but uh, it's been going on for a long time. And it, and uh, I know, like you guys just did a few shows where you are in your area not long ago. Yep, exactly. Now they work out. I saw the video footage on, uh, on the internet. It looked, it looked fantastic. Oh, 
it was awesome. It was a blast. He, you know, he came over to visit. He had a vacation, so he was coming over just to hang out, and we thought, well, we might as well put together a, a couple of shows and see how it goes, you know, see how people respond to it, and then, you know, be able to play together as well, because we obviously had never played together other than, you know, he and I had performed uh, a song at, at my wedding. He was the best man at my wedding, but aside from that, we had never played together before. So, you know, we did a few rehearsals and played, and it was it was packed, and it was a blast, and, um you know, we're just looking forward to being able to do that sort of thing on a regular basis, for sure. Uh, I tell you, you would never know from watching some of the video clips. Out of it. It, was, it was a real tight, real tight show. It sounded great. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah it's, great, uh, it's awesome. I, I'm so appreciative of, of the fact of being able to, to play, obviously, with, with the likes of Steve and, and Dave and Hat, and it's awesome that people act, actually care, you know, that are listening to the CD. It just makes me, makes me very, very happy. Yeah, I hope it's doing well for you, and I hope we get more of it in the future. And I mean, having Steve in the band is a big plus off the bat because he has that name recognition, especially with the metal crowd. So it gives you a little foot up above everybody else. But with the internet today and the way people, you know, especially like with MySpace and Facebook, it's so much easier to get your music and your brand out there. So, I mean, that's got to be a big help, too. I mean, back in the old days, it was tape trading. Now it's all on the internet. Right. No, you're right. There, there's pluses and minuses to it. The, the, the good side of it, of course, is that you are able to get your name out there. The, the downside of it is, is so is everybody else. So the market right. is just saturated with, with bands. And so, you know, good luck to everybody for sure. You know, you try and do the best you can. And, and you're right. We're, we're lucky to have Steve's name to, to help us push us along a little bit um, and just, just see what we, can, what we can make out of it. We're, we're certainly trying to to see how far we can go. You know, the, the CD's selling really well, and, and come April and May, you know, we just signed a Japanese distribution deal as well, so we'll be, we'll be pretty much worldwide by then. Um, and then it's just a matter of trying to put together, you know, the rest of it, management and booking and everything else, and see what we can do for setting up a tour and traveling this world. Oh, that'd be great. I mean, I know it's, you know, people's just like, oh, come to New York, come to California. It's not as easy as that anymore. Is you know, most bands have other stuff going on besides the band itself these days, just to support themselves. And it's not as easy. We can pick up for three or four months and take off and and do things. And it's just not as many opportunities out there. Like I said, everything's so oversaturated. And you know, I would think like with the internet being as big as it is and the bands getting exposure, that it would reflect more like on the shows and stuff. And sometimes it doesn't. Now, how's it seem like where you are in your area, Fargo? Is there enough of a metal scene to sustain you? Well, you know, I mean, obviously in the Midwest here, we there's a there's a wide variety of things that people listen to. But as far as you know, other than Grimstein, I primarily have always played in in various cover bands, and the the market around here, you know, I mean, it's it's obviously very difficult to play in a metal band and and uh, be able to make a living off of it. You know, you do it because you you like to do it. You like the music and and you like sure. what it is. You know, you're not doing it for the money. If you want to be a, a money band. You know, play the latest hits and and play country and rock, and you'll make all kinds of money. Um, for me, it's it's never been about that anyway. So I, you know, the fact that I can actually make money and play what I what I want to play is is enough. I'm <laughs> I'm very content. You know, I don't I don't ask for much. Oh, that's good. And you also uh, you also teach guitar too. You're also a music teacher. I am. Yeah, I've been teaching guitar for about 20 years now, and I went to college and studied music there and became a music teacher. I do. I'm actually a music teacher by day, and then I teach guitar lessons in the afternoons and evenings, and then do the band stuff after that and on the weekends. So. Oh, that's great. Do you see more kids coming in today, especially like with the video games, because we're all playing the rock star, guitar hero, and does it bring more people in? Because all, all these kids today discover metal through these video games, and they all want right. to play, you know, play real guitar. <laughs> right. There's, you're right. There, there's never really been a lack of of students looking for guitar lessons, but since 
you know, rock band and guitar hero and those sorts of things, there have been a lot more people wanting to play electric and, and be rock stars. The funny thing about it, of course, is the nice part of it is, is all of a sudden you got these students that are learning, you know, fog hat and all these things that they, they never probably would have listened to at the age of 13 or 14 years old. And right. now all that stuff is cool again, which, which is pretty neat, you know? Do they come and ask you where the buttons are on the guitar or they, they get used to the strings? <laughs> No, it's a rude awakening, but, you know, the first couple of weeks, they're like, wow, you actually have to practice, and I'm like, yeah, you, my rule has always been you practice on the days you eat, so that's you eat that day, you practice that day. That's right, I, I have my son who plays it all day long, and he's like, you know, I can't tell you how hard that guitar solo was, it took me forever to learn the buttons, I'm like, the buttons? <laughs> they think, you know, I was playing real guitars the same way, and... And I'm like, listen, yeah. you're playing. You're, at, yeah, I mean, you're an amazing guitar player. I mean, you have such a unique style. It's just incredible. And who do you think are like the people that are so underrated that haven't gotten the, the recognition they deserve in the guitar world? But you always Boy. hear about Van Halen, Vibe, but there are a lot of other people out there. Oh, there's a, there's a ton of other people out there. You know what? What actually surprises me and inspires me a lot, uh, you know, especially in the last year or so, is jumping on places like YouTube or certain websites, and you'll watch people play. You know, these people from around the world that are really nobody, and, and they're probably better than all of us, and, and they'll, they'll just never be known. But, but you know, you'll, you'll go on there and they'll have, you know, three million hits or something like that, and you'll watch yeah. it and you'll just go, wow, that's, that's unbelievable. And, and that's very inspiring. I mean, just as much as I love Malmsteen and Vi and all those guys, because I certainly do, but it's, it's, it's exciting that you can jump on the Internet and, and just go look at things like that and watch these people that – you know, again, like I said, they, nobody will probably ever know who they are, and they're just just incredible. You're right. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of great plays out there doing a lot of stuff, and you know, you only hear about the same four or five guitar players. Like that's all that exists, and there's so much more out there. People just have to look right. around today, and it's a lot easier with the internet to find these people over there. And especially like yourself, when I hear your guitar players, I'm like, Jesus, I haven't heard stuff like this in so long. It's just, it's it's so out there, and, and it's just fantastic to hear you know real guitar playing again. There's a long yeah, time back there where people weren't playing solos anymore, and you know, cutting it out, and you know, to me, that's what music is about, especially rock and metal. I mean, that defines a song. All right, I'm glad to hear you say that because I I believe the same exact thing. You know, here in North Dakota, it gets cold in the winter, so we we spend a lot of time indoors. So you got a lot of time to practice, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you hear that guitar solo. Sometimes you hear just hear that first chord, and you know exactly what the song is. You know who's playing it. It defines right. the whole song to me. I'm glad that bands are bringing it back, especially the younger bands now kind of avoided that in the early 2000s and the late 90s. I'm glad that they're all bringing it back again. And, you know, it's it's all in the music. It's just not about picking up a guitar and crunching something out. you you got to know how to play your instrument and play it right. Yeah, I agree. That's that's exactly right, and I'm glad it's back, too. You know, there was a time in the, in the 90s when I was teaching guitar lessons and you know, you almost had to feel embarrassed that you knew how to play because what was popular, people just didn't have a clue how to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's 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 a great thing that, that people are recognizing all that again. That was uh, totally our intention was, you know, when Steve and I started writing this stuff, was just trying to write things that we we felt like. We weren't writing, really trying to write for a certain style or genre or anything like that. We just write what we think. And, you know, obviously guitar is important to me, so I, I put a lot of guitar stuff in there. Yeah, it's some really, really good stuff. Like I said, I really, I really enjoyed a lot. And how'd you guys meet you and Steve? Were you friends before you, you formed the band? Well, actually, what happened was um, I was playing in a, a different cover band here in, in Fargo, and he used to be married to a girl from the area here that moved over to England with him. Well, she used to come out and see the band that I was in at the time, which was called Dozer. Um, she used to come out and see us play all the time before she had moved. And so every once in a while, they'd come back and visit in the area. 
And, uh, you know, she would always tell him, you should come out and see this band. And, of course, he was going, well, okay. So then one night we were actually playing, and, and he actually did come out and see us. I had gotten a call from a, a couple of different radio stations that he was in town, and he was actually going to come out and see us. And so, you know, we were right in the middle of the set, and he came out, and he was there. And, you know, we went on break, and I went up, and I introduced myself to him. And he goes, he goes man, I haven't heard guitar playing like that in a long time. And, uh, you know, I, we just started talking, and I told him I was getting married in Scotland uh, the month after that. And he, he lived in England, so he said, well, would you mind if I came up to the wedding? And so he wound up coming up, and he was my best man, and we played a tune. And I tell you what, ever since then, we went and stayed at his house for a few days while we were there. And, and when we got back to the States, it was like the day after we got back, he and I started writing together, and we haven't stopped. We've got a ton of material since the, that CD was released. So Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about. Anything new coming out soon? I mean, the, the CD itself is brand new, and we're still listening to it, but you've been working on new songs, too, for the next one? Oh, yeah, there's tons of stuff. We we I think we have six songs that are done, and then we've got, like, another 23 or so that are sitting, uh, wow. that are done musically, but, but they're not quite done vocally. And so, yeah, there's just a ton of stuff. You know, we're, we're you know there's a lot of parts of the world that still haven't experienced this CD, so we're going to have to sit on it for a while here until we get everything organized. But as soon as that gets done, yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll have all kinds of more stuff to throw out there. Oh, that's great. How hard is it to even get a CD out today? Is it is it still difficult to find a way of putting it out? You know, the, the the big difference nowadays is that the record labels really aren't the, the the deciding factor. You know, 15 years ago, you tried to get a record label, and they fronted you money, and you went in the studio and all that sort of thing. You don't have to do that anymore. Now you can you can do the the CD if you if you know how to do it. You can do it at your house or you can do it, you know, at a local studio or whatever, and then have somebody master it that knows what they're doing, um, and you can kind of bypass that whole that whole thing. Um, so you know, it's not that the labels aren't important, um, but they're important for other reasons. You know, we always wanted to get those so you'd get in the studio and get it recorded. It doesn't work like that anymore. They don't have the money to be fronting you a bunch of money. You know, their yeah. labels are obviously hurting just as much as everybody else is. So, you know, the, the, what the labels do is, is more for connections, you know, distribution, that sort of thing. Um, but you kind of already have to have the product to, to, to give them um, for them to make their decisions on, you know. Yeah, and the record companies are having a hard time to sell so they control what's going on with everything, with the Internet and the downloading, and they've exactly. got the hands I mean, full with that, and there's going to have to be another way and. uh you're right. I mean, personally, I, mean, I, I like having the album. I like having the CD. I like having a package to look at the lyrics and pitches. And you don't get that when even if you download it legally, you don't you don't get any of that. You know, so it's nice to get the actual package again. Yeah, I agree. I you know I, I think that's you know there's two things to that. I mean, the first thing is is that that's where technology is leading us. So who knows? I mean, three years, four years, five years from now, we may not even have CDs. Uh, and the other thing that that I see is this disconnection with some of the younger generation. You know, I'm not sure exactly how old you are, but when I was a kid, it was a big deal to go to the record store and buy a record or a tape or whatever. Um, you know, and, and I mean, like, when I was a kid, man, I was just obsessed with bands like, you know, Ozzy or Iron Maiden or Judas Priest. Yeah. Now, I could tell you their names. I could tell you when their birthdays were. I could tell you what kind yep. of gear they used. You know, sure. everything. You know, the, even the record itself smelled good when you took the plastic off. You know, everything yeah. about it was just cool. <laughs> You know, and, and nowadays there's a disconnection to that because everybody just downloads whatever's popular. They don't really know who sings what, and they don't know who's in the bands. And, you know, it's, it's kind of too bad because there was that, that hero-worshipping thing. I certainly had, you know, Kiss was one of the big bands for me when I was a kid. Exactly. Um, you know, and now, you know, I mean, being a kid, you, you go out and buy a magazine and you see a picture of Gene Simmons or whatever, and, 
uh, you know, you, you always wondered what they were like. You know, now you can jump on YouTube and you can watch them probably going to the bathroom. You know what I mean? You, you, there's, You're right. There's, that's, that's true. There's a, exactly. So that that that, that element is, is sort of gone, unfortunately. No, I, I agree. I'm from the same era as you. I'm in my uh, very young 40s, I'll say. And I remember, I remember, you know, the local record shop in the neighborhood, you would go in there and all the bands that came into town would go there for the parents, you know, to, to meet and greet and sign autographs. Nobody looked to charge you $5 for it. All the records would be hung up on the wall. And we had no way of knowing anything back then, who these bands were. Bands from California, Germany. You went in there and saw that album cover. You put the album by the album cover. Because you didn't yeah. know anything about these bands. There was no magazines, no internet, no way of finding out. You saw that album exactly. cover look like it was incredible. Like, oh, look at that album cover. There's an upside down cross. Is this? And you ran out and you bought it. Then, you know, you took your chance. But, and I right. missed that too. It was, uh, everybody hung out there. Everybody knew everybody. You knew the shows. You knew who was coming. This guy heard about that band. You heard about this band. And exactly. Yeah. It's all gone today. And it's, you know, they hear one song, they download one song, and, and that's it. When you bought a record back then, you loved it from the first song to the last song. There were no bad songs on a record. And you know what? That's exactly right. You didn't you didn't judge the songs. If you were a big Judas Priest fan, you loved every song because it was Judas Priest. You didn't go, right. I like tracks four and seven, and I don't like tracks three and two. You just liked it all because you liked it all. Um, exactly. You know, it's ironic because I had a buddy over today, and we were reminiscing, and, and he and I used to go buy uh, – this would have been cassettes at the time. But we used to go buy tapes, and we would buy them based on the, the cover of the, the cassette. So if it looked really bizarre, like Exciter or something like that, you know, we'd we'd buy it. And one of the one of the tapes that he bought was "See You in Hell" by Grim Reaper, and we had no idea what it was at the time, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and it, you know, so it, it's a, you know, come full circle, you know. Here we're buying that, not knowing what it is. I'm at home, you know, practicing these songs, but you're trying to figure out how to play "See You in Hell," and now I'm, I, I get yeah. to play with Steve, which is kind of neat. It's amazing, right? Yeah, it is. It's it's unbelievable. All those years ago, you you buying the record, now you're playing in a band with the same man. It's just you know, <laughs> this is what this is what the world's about. And this is what makes it great because it creates more yeah. music and and for the next yeah. generation. But I only got about ten minutes left here, so I want to get another song or two on. But what can we expect from Grim Stein in the future? And where can anybody get in touch with you? And where's the best place to go to get the album? Okay, well, the, right now there's a there's a ton of places online that you can get it. You know, through Amazon and iTunes and. Uh, Dig Station and CD Baby and soon to be Nightmare Records that'll be in April. Avalon through Japan in April. Um, Impulse Records. There, there's just a, I mean, there's probably I don't even know 50 to 100 places online that you can get them. Um, and then as far as checking out the band, the best place at this point would be on our MySpace site, uh, which is MySpace.com/slash/Grimstein, which is G-R-I-M-M-S-T-I-M-E. Um, we're working on a website right now, but it's just not quite done. So, All right. I'm going to have all the links up on my page for you guys, too, so everybody come check you guys out. Steve, I really appreciate you taking out some time on your son. I know it's a little early over there, and uh, I really appreciate this. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Uh, anytime. Anything I can do, you let me know. I'm looking forward to anything new, and I hope you make it to the New York area sometime soon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting you sometime in the near future. Steve, me too. Thank you very much, buddy. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you very much. You bet. See you later. Bye. All right, Steve. Take care. All right, buddy. That was Steve Stein from Grimstein. Go get their record. I'll have all the links up for their websites on uh, the MySpace page after the show was over. And uh, I'm going to close out the show with another song by Grimstein. i got to upload it. But right now, I'm going to get on a little metal church. I was going to play this earlier. This is Battalions.
Church and Battalion. That's off their first record with the late, great David Wayne on vocals. I'm going to get on another new song for you in a few minutes, but I want to remind you this Wednesday, the Metal Matinee, it's our Gone But Not Forgotten series, The Drummers. We'll be playing songs by bands that have all drummers that have passed away recently, and uh, I can't get them all on for you, but I'll give you a good 30 minutes of some of those bands. And we've got a lot of great shows coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, this week is going to be all music. The calling in the week after that is Back From Ashes. Uh, Jason Hobble from the band will be calling in. Uh, week after that, Dave Ellison from F5 and Megadeth is my guest. And the preceding weeks after that, we got The Rods calling in, Bernie Torme, Kate Independent from Hyrax. We've got a lot of great shows coming up in uh, March and April and going into May. So I hope you enjoy. But right now I'm going to get on a band called Jugula. They're out of Southern California. They play this real kick-ass brand of crossover, hardcore metal. I'm really into this band. So uh, if you want to check out more by them, go to Jugula on MySpace or Jugula.com and you can hear more. This is a song called It's Alive.
It's our Gone But Not Forgotten series, part two. We're featuring the drummers this week. So everybody have a great work week, and I'll see you Wednesday. heavy metal anywhere blogtalkradio.com and heavy metal mayhem Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.